Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. First down with goal. McCaffrey again, and for the fourth time today, Christian McCaffrey scores a touchdown. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Game of the weekend coming up in the National Football League in Week 5, Sunday Night Football, a throwback. It's not even a throwback anymore because now they like play in the playoffs every year also. A throwback to the 90s. NFC Championship games, Aikman and Young, awesome stuff. The Niners host the Cowboys on Sunday night. San Francisco right now a three-and-a-half point home favorite. The total in that game is 45. Ken and I will maybe get to that game today. If we don't, we will obviously do it in full coming up tomorrow on a terrific football Tuesday. We'll find out, though, if our guest will join us in a second. The whale capper Drew Dinsick has a thought on that game and the rest of the games in Week 5 in the NFL. And, of course, Monday Night Football coming up tonight with the Giants and the Seahawks. Our bets for Monday Night Football in the Power Hour final hour of the show. About an hour now, hour and 15 minutes from now. Lockman's still to come. Ken Barkley going to tell you how to bet national championship in college football. And we'll run through the four baseball series starting tomorrow. The four Major League Baseball playoff games tomorrow, including the Twins and the Blue Jays with our excellent engineer, the great Jake the Snake Hassan. Thanks to everyone listening to us. Day one for us in our satellite radio era. Sirius Channel 217, XM 205, and to everyone watching the show over on Stadium. And also, shout out to the YouTube and Twitch and everyone listening in all the ways you've been listening and watching yeah, the show you guys are all great. as well. Yeah, we Love appreciate everybody. you guys also. Also, yeah. also uh, rate, review, rate, review, and subscribe to the show, please, you freeloaders. Uh, joining us right now to talk all things National Football League betting is our friend, the whale capper Drew Densick on Twitter at whale underscore capper. You know him from the NBC Sports Edge. And you'll love him from the deep dive pod with our pal, Andy Molitor. Well, welcome back to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Uh, what's going on, man? Happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday to you guys. Uh, you teased it off the top. Uh, game of the week, uh, San Francisco Dallas. I cut my teeth back in the day, actually, handicapping uh, Steve Young versus, uh, you know, Troy Aikman. So a uh, lot of, lot of uh, fond memories about this uh, particular matchup. And uh, yeah, I think... I, there are so many different ways you could take that particular discussion. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to have a bet on it, at least uh, with current market prices. Okay. Well, I was going to ask you like, how do you, how do you handicap this one? But sounds like maybe not something you're the most confident in whale. So maybe we start with something you are really confident in. You told us off air, you bet two sides already. And I think the numbers that you bet are, are still going to be available based, based on the sides that you said. So you can pick whichever one you want to start with and maybe we'll do, we'll do the other one after that. So kind of one of your two favorite sides this week is what? Sure. Uh, Philadelphia, 
uh, stands out to me at four and a half. Um, I expected this one to be closer to six. Um, and I think actually selling out to six isn't the craziest uh, um, bet in the world. Uh, the total has gotten absolutely smoked to the over in this one, I think for good reason. Uh, it's now tickling 50 and a half uh, on its way to 51 by the looks of it. And I agree with that. I think Philadelphia's offense in particular stands out as a unit that's going to score with relative you know, relatively little resistance here. Uh, and I think uh, you can probably capture a little bit of CLV on this too, because I'm guessing that you're going to see some reports this week that Stafford's not practicing. Um, the injury he sustained in the game at the end, of, you know, in the, in the second half of that uh, game against the Colts was non-trivial. He played through it, um, but I think he's going to have to, uh, you know, have to rest some of this week as we uh, head into that game. Um, and in general, I think there are some key takeaways about uh, the way Philadelphia matched up against the commanders that I don't see uh, being as big of an issue here going up against a Rams offense. That's, you know, surprised to the good so far this season, but still to me has uh, some pretty solid limitations, particularly on the uh, uh, running, you know, the rushing side of things. And, um, you know, Philadelphia's D line is nasty enough that they're going to be able to get pressure all day long on an injured Stafford. And uh, I think that's uh, really how you kind of bring out the worst in that offense. So, um, if I could only have one bet so far this week with the current prices, I'm uh, I'm into the uh, the Eagles under uh, anything under six. I think uh, the three of us may be sharing a brain on that game. We'll talk about that. Uh, Ken and I will coming up a little bit later on the show. So Whale gave us one of his favorite bets for this week. That is the Philadelphia Eagles at market price right now on the road at the L.A. Rams. Whale, what is your uh, your second favorite bet right now for Week Five in the NFL? Yeah, I like uh, the Denver Broncos against the New York Jets. Uh, you know, game of the week, guys. <laughs> um, the uh, the Jets have been upgraded, I guess, after their Sunday night football performance. Uh, I suppose you can take some positives away from the way that Zach Wilson played in that game. But the Jets defense, particularly their pass defense, has me a little bit more concerned. Uh, not generating the same type of pass rush I expected, considering the talent on that unit. And uh, it looks at least like there are ways you can uh, create room in the passing game, uh, which I think Sean Payton will be able to do here on the flip side uh expecting Dem um, Denver's defense to get um, Justin Simmons back this week. He went into last week missing a couple practices and was questionable. Uh, I think he's going to be good to go this week, and he is a huge difference maker on that defense. Uh, people have kind of adjusted this um, uh, Denver defense into obscurity based on you know largely one sam one game sample against the uh, Dolphins that was pretty pathetic, um, but. That was a brutal situational spot. Now they uh, they get the uh, Jets at home at altitude, and Jets again coming off of a game where, uh, you know, I don't I don't think you learn much about this team taking meaningful steps forward. Um, the one kind of weapon in the uh, for the you know on the on the uh, skill position group for the Jets and Garrett Wilson, I think can get relatively uh, matched up well against with uh, Patrick Sertan the second. Uh, so really, a lot I like about Denver here. I think that one should be just north of three. Uh, and so anything on the uh, on the lower side, I don't mind laying uh, with the Broncos. Well, I want to read you a tweet real quick because then I want to ask you about this game. Uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport tweeted uh, probably a few minutes ago, Kenny Pickett, who we talked about this game last segment and whether Pickett would play this Sunday against Baltimore. Kenny Pickett suffered a bone bruise in his knee that could lead to a short-term absence. The door is open for Pickett, who also has a muscle strain to play this week against the Ravens and the Steelers are at home. But the team may be smart with a bye in week six, which is obviously next week. So the market, whale well, seems to kind of be shaped around this is probably a Mitch Trubisky start for Pittsburgh. 
Pittsburgh, a four and a half, five point underdog at home against Baltimore, um, who looked really good last week. Also, they were playing Dorian Thompson Robinson. What do you make of this market? Like, how do you think it's going to kind of move as we find out if it's Trubisky or Pickett? Do you like anything in this game? So Ravens four and a half on the road, very low total, as we've seen with these teams historically, 38 and a half. Yeah, uh, uh, I obviously was pretty high on Steelers coming into the season. Uh, it was a flag planting in that team just on the guess that if they surprised to the good offensively, then that was the type of roster that could make some noise in the AFC. Um, and I got to tell you, having watched the Steelers now every week for four weeks, this offense is just abominable. Uh, I think the idea of Trubisky in for Pickett could be viewed as addition by subtraction. Um, I don't know what's going on with Pickett. The game's obviously not slowing down for him in his sophomore season. Some of that may be on Matt Canada. Some of that may be injury-related in terms of some of the hits Pickett took in uh, week one. Um, but I think he could use a break. I think that Trubisky in here gives you a much higher floor for this offense. Um, and while the ceiling all of a sudden is, yeah, maybe they can win nine games this season, uh, I don't think uh, anyone can realistically expect the Steelers are going to be in the mix for a playoff spot in this very, very uh, challenging AFC. Um, so that said, I think if Trubisky was, if I knew Trubisky for sure was going to go, and again, a couple of the other guys who you know got knocked out of the game, Dan Moore Jr., a uh, good example, like that, like everybody that got knocked out is kind of addition by subtraction, uh, in my opinion. So uh, the Steelers, I think, could actually match up fairly well against a Ravens team that lost another you know, backfill at the cornerback position. Um, and, uh, you know, outside of Roquan Smith just doesn't really have a lot going on defensively that gets me that excited here. So uh, this is a hold your noser uh, and I haven't bet it yet, but I think uh, Steelers plus the points is probably the side. And uh, I think the Ravens, uh, you know, as, 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 as flattering as the 28, three win can be like, <laughs> that offense really just didn't feel like they were, you know, going at full speed. And I know that the Browns defense is incredible, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, just because it's a little bit one dimensional Steelers can match up fairly well against them. So, um, I think this is probably in the end, uh, a three point game with the Ravens ought to be, you know, small favorites here, but, uh, if Trubisky's going to go, I'm going to take the points. Yeah, join, you join me and possibly Ken also in the pit of misery coming yeah. up on Sunday to bet on Mitch Trubisky <laughs> and then maybe Kenny Pickett. We'll see. And the Pittsburgh Steelers. You better you bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday talking week five in the NFL with the whale capper Drew Densick. He's on Twitter at whale underscore capper. Well, would like to hit maybe like three more questions with you here in the time we have remaining. So if you could maybe like 60 seconds on the game of the week, even if you don't have a bet in it right now, just like what you're thinking. And that's San Francisco hosting Dallas on Sunday night football. The current betting market here, the Niners, a three and a half point home favorite the total is 45 yeah if this hits a flat three i'm on niners uh i think uh the early number grabbers taking the three and a half with the cowboys i get i get it uh that makes sense to you know you just want to position yourself for uh you know some of the injury news concerning some of the skill position players for the niners I, that's fine um but i think realistically the niners ought to be three three and a half point favorites here uh and uh, i think they match up extremely well against the cowboys team that uh has been exposed once on defense this year and it was with a relatively um less impressive uh group of speed uh in the arizona cardinals week three i think um the rubric for kind of understanding how good the cowboys defense is going to be is if they're up against 
speed, they're in trouble. If they're up against slow players like the New England Patriots, then they're going to be world beaters. Uh, and I think, um, you know, the the Niners kind of have exactly the right recipe to really hurt that defense. Uh, slow linebacking core, some of the safeties who overplay. Uh, and uh, Mike Parsons dealing with an ankle injury. All of this is kind of swirling where I want to be against the Cowboys this weekend. Um, you know, haven't really even looked into how the Cowboys offense is going to match up against the Niners defense. But, uh, you know, they're dealing with a number of injuries in their offensive line. And uh, I haven't really seen the, you know, the type of uh, highs from Dak so far this season to, that says that, um, you know, Mike McCarthy taking over from Kellen Moore was a you know, net positive really for this unit. So uh, I think the Niners defense can keep the Cowboys into the low 20s. And uh, I think their offense is going to get into the high 20s. So um, Niners are passing that one. Well, uh, another international game this week, Buffalo five and a half against Jacksonville. We talked about this game earlier. I just... I don't know how the Bills aren't scoring a lot, and I don't know how the Jags are ever stopping the Bills from doing that, and it just makes it really tough to bet Jacksonville in the game for me. But five and a half for Buffalo, 48 the total uh, in about a minute here. Do you agree with me or think Jacksonville's a little live here? I think they're a little live, uh, mostly just because this is a dreadful situation for Buffalo to find themselves in. Um, this on the schedule is a Buffalo Bills home game uh, where they have a nine-hour travel disadvantage. Um, that is uh, pretty uh, you know, inexcusable that the league would do this to a team, but they did it to the Bills this week. And uh, I think the fact that they've been adjusted up uh, when you know they coming off of a very impressive win, which was kind of a prove it game for this entire team, uh, you're pre- you probably just saw the top for the Bills, uh, and so I'm inclined to take the points here. I know that some places offshore it's down to six. Um, you know, the plus six is a little bit juicy, but uh, I think that uh, to me is a, a buy signal on the Jags. And I guess you got to say the Jags defense hasn't played really anyone so far. So it's tough to say this with confidence, but they're grading a lot better than I expected. Uh, that secondary is good. Tyson Campbell is a good player. I think he can lock down digs in this one. Uh, and the Jags are starting to get some reinforcements here on the offensive line, which should neutralize some of the Bills pass rush. Bills without Trey White matters, I think, in terms of getting uh, Ridley and Kirk cooking in this one. So um, I think the uh, the if I had to pick one dog that uh, could shock the world this week, it's the Jags. All right, uh, let's go lightning round here. We only got three minutes left, but definitely want to get two more answers from you, Will. Give us a quick one if you can here. Are you betting the Bengals-Cardinals game this weekend since he a three-point road favorite in Arizona, total 45 in about 30 seconds? Yeah, 45 doesn't make any sense in the world. I, what, who's is, is Are people not watching the Bengals? Is that what's happening? Like people just can't bring themselves to put eyes on what's happening with this offense. It's completely broken. Uh, and, you know, the Cardinals, for what it's worth, they may lack talent, but they're well coached and they are playing very, very hard defensively. I think three is perfectly fine for a spread, but 45 bet up makes no sense to me. So uh, I'm going to be on that under. Well, about 30 seconds here. Monday Night Football Giants and the Seahawks to wrap up week number four in a couple hours. Uh, Seattle. Are we, Ken, where are we at? Are we cl- are we close to three here with Seattle? Seattle, like a two-point road favorite right now at the Giants. Total's been yeah, bet two, down a little bit now. About... Two and a half juice toward the, uh, juice toward the Seahawks. Yeah, because of quite a move, right? Each team's been favored like three different total. times this week. Yeah, crazy stuff. Yeah.
I bet. So about 30 uh, seconds I bet the, for this one here, Will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bet the Giants had an absolutely heinous number. Um, and uh, you know how the old thing goes. <laughs> you know how heinous. the old thing goes. If if you like the Giants minus two, you're gonna love them at plus two and a half. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. No, I guess I do. <laughs> um, this is a pretty straightforward handicap, though. I I, I think I I can't trust Geno Smith uh, on the road as a favorite against a team that has uh, kind of a good interior pass rush. I think uh, that is sort of the key matchup that's going to drive this outcome. And uh, I think the Giants offense can get going against what might be a very bad defense from Seattle. Uh, maybe maybe this should be the strategy is like reverse see of every time I feel like I get closing line value in a game I get like I lose by a hundred so maybe this should be the strategy like bet the Giants minus two it closes Seahawks minus yeah. two and you can feel better about your Giants bet at that point this is just crazy about the season uh, yeah I hope so very well be the case uh Drew is on Twitter at whale underscore capper you got to check out his work over at the NBC Sports Edge and also the Deep Dive podcast. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Good luck with the bets tonight. Good luck with the bets this weekend. And we'll talk to you next Monday here on the show. Awesome. Best luck, fellas. The great Drew Densick with us, the whale capper. I like that, that we'll all be in the pit of misery together, I guess, with the Steelers on Sunday. Yeah, and worth, worth noting, even though I know he didn't say it on the air, he told it, I, I can say this, I think. Kind of also likes that Colts over the the over Steichen overs. I'm just I'm just saying right now, like we're not stopping betting this. <laughs> like this isn't this is gonna keep happening. Ooh, Steichen overs, Steichen overs. <laughs> I don't know why this rumor has it, but yeah, it's not like right. Steichen overs. On the other side, we continue our handicap of week number five in the National Football League. How about we talk about what's what game's next? The Eagles and the Rams in Los Angeles. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.